You're listening to Hope, the Advocacy and Empowerment Podcast. Join us as we break the silence and discuss a wide range of topics from domestic and sexual violence to self-care techniques. This podcast is provided to you by the Women's Center Incorporated of Southern Illinois, serving survivors of sexual and domestic violence since 1972. All services are free and confidential. Hello, my name is Carly Copley, and I'm the prevention educator here at the Women's Center in Southern Illinois. I want to thank each of the listeners out there today. I believe that you're out there listening today because, like me, you believe in community. Today, we're going to discuss a community approach to helping survivors and healing society. The community approach I'll be discussing comes to us from a whole community approach to emergency management principles, themes, and pathways for action. Because we're a crisis center, we're going to be discussing on the podcast um, sharing and understanding of community needs and capabilities. Uh, We do a lot of surveys and data collection through our funders at the Illinois Coalition for Domestic Violence and the Illinois Coalition Against Sexual Assault, as well as other national and state resources like the Center for Disease Control and Protection, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the Illinois Department of Public Health, and the Illinois Criminal Justice Information and Authority. We also believe in empowering and integrating resources from across the community. Uh, We do this through coalition building. Uh, We strengthen social infrastructure. We do this through community mobilization. We establish and facilitate relationships. Uh, We do this through our impactful community partnerships. Uh, We believe in using a research-based data to plan effective prevention, protection, mitigation response, and recovery activities. Uh, We do a lot of this through policy education. We believe in increasing individual and collective preparedness. Uh, We do this through our professional training and education. We believe in gaining greater resiliency at the individual, relational, communal, and societal levels. We believe in implementing strategies to moat pathways to change social norms. So at the Women's Center, this community approach, what it looks like is we basically have two main programs. We have the Domestic Violence Program and we have the Rape Crisis Services Program. I believe most people are aware of our Carbondale office and the domestic violence shelter program that's available there. However, we also have satellite offices in Marion and Harrisburg where counseling and advocacy services are available um, throughout our eight counties. So we cover eight counties, including Franklin, Gallatin, Jackson, Johnson, Perry, Celine, Williamson, and Union. We offer a variety of services, actually. We offer prevention education, uh, which includes age-appropriate body rights, where um, basically we believe that children, students, everybody in the society has the right to learn about how to protect their bodies. And K through 12 students especially 
have the right to learn how to tell adults and actually which type of adults to tell if they've been being abused or assaulted. That's actually a law called Aaron's Law. Uh, we believe in teaching consent um, and that people have the right to bodily autonomy. We believe in anti-bullying. We believe that people have the right to a peaceful existence. And we believe that this takes the work of the community altogether through bystander intervention, which we do trainings on. Uh, we do trainings on gender violence and sexual violence, uh, teen dating, healthy relationships, stalking, human trafficking, cyberbullying, cyberstalking, online safety. We believe in um, educating folks about different types of gender roles, media literacy, body image, and just greater empathy building throughout Southern Illinois. We also have other programs available like advocacy. We have advocacy programs for all of our survivors, including legal and medical advocacy. And um, our advocates and our counselors can see people of all genders, adults, adolescents, and children, including non-offending family members. I think most of our listeners may have heard of our shelter, which is available to survivors of abuse. Housed within our shelter, we also have a children's program, transitional housing. Uh, we also provide volunteer and internship possibilities. If you're a community member out there listening and you'd like to get more involved with the Women's Center, you can coordinate with our volunteer manager to arrange for um, training. We offer 40-hour training in both domestic violence and rape crisis services. And then you can, after you're fully trained, you can either volunteer or um, see about um, obtaining an internship through the Women's Center in either of our domestic violence or rape crisis service programs. So because we do all of these things, we are very survivor-centered. We're survivor-centered, and that means we believe in the language of empowerment. Now, you may hear on some of our future podcasts, people either refer to our clients as survivors or victims. And really, it's it's all about how people prefer to identify. Um, some people prefer to identify as survivors. Some people prefer to, um, they still have the feeling that they're a victim and, and they don't feel like they're a survivor yet. And we really try and make sure that we honor their feelings. Um, I like to say in our trainings, we go from trauma-informed to trauma-responsive. Um, so if you're, if you're out there listening and you're wondering, okay, I, I'd like to get more involved, what can I do as a community member? Well, I just, I want to start with disclosures. If someone were to disclose to you that they have been or are currently um, a victim or a survivor of domestic violence or any type of sexual abuse, trauma, or rape, I want to make sure that that we understand um, not to re-traumatize or minimize that person that discloses to you. I think it's a good example, or I think it's a good idea to give an example of what to do and what not to do. So I'm going to give an example of what not to do. Please do not say, 
are you sure, or that doesn't sound like so-and-so. What I do want you to say, and what I want you to do when someone discloses, I want you to treat them with the utmost kindness. Um, listen and respond to something like, that must have been difficult for you to share, or thank you so much for trusting me with this. And the thing that they most likely need to hear is, I believe you, and it's not your fault. Remind them over and over and over, abuse is never the fault of the survivor. It is always, the, the blame and the shame should always lie with the abuser. So again, remember, we can see survivors and victims of abuse and their non-offending family members at the Women's Center. And if you're out there listening and you do get a disclosure, I want you to contact the Women's Center. We have a hotline that is 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. We are so lucky to have so many compassionate and caring community partners who promote awareness. It's because of our interns, volunteers, and community partners that we are able to impact the number of survivors that we do. I want to thank you out there for listening today and just thank you so much for your support. Again, without our interns, volunteers, and community partners, as well as our staff, we would not be able to make the impact that we do on the number of survivors that we do throughout the community. So thank you again for listening um, and take care.